Welcome into Better and Green, and today we have a special episode for you guys. We're talking fantasy football, and speaking of fantasy football, make sure you guys are subscribed and following us on socials, because right now we're giving away three free draft kits. We're talking stickers, the draft board, completely free. Just make sure that you're subscribed, share our posts on socials, and we'll be giving those away here towards the end of July. And we got a special one today, a very important question that every guy, every young guy has played before. We're talking about draft or pass. So for our first question, guys, I want to know draft or pass Garrett Wilson in the second round. I am going to say pass. Yeah, there's no way for me, unless you're like in a 16 person draft. That's his ADP. He's going in the second round. That's really nuts. It's probably the, the, uh, the one guy that couldn't make the draft who just gets all the scum players. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the mock that draft guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's nuts. I feel like we're yeah. super over uh, pricing what Rodgers is bringing to that team because they're not going to all of a sudden start throwing it a ton. Their big strength is their defense. And you're going to have Brees Hall coming back. He brought over all his boys from Green Bay for a reason. So Garrett Wilson in the second round. Great guy. Great young guy. Good quarterback combination. I I don't see second round. Sophomore slump. Incoming. That's a good point. Very true. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I will take the next one. Um, My question is, this is wide receiver one versus tight end one. Are you taking Travis Kelsey, the number one ranked tight end, according to Fantasy Pros, or Justin Jefferson, number one wide receiver, according to Fantasy Pros? Uh, My gut says Justin Jefferson. However, I've been screwed by Kelsey numerous years in a row. So my gut, I think the smart choice would be taking Justin Jefferson. Um but I've been again. I I've been screwed by Kelsey for too long, so I I I don't know where I would lean. Jefferson is going to be my gut choice. I'll give you a definitive answer. That's Travis Kelsey, and it's not <laughs> it's not just because of the guy you see in the background. He is a freak at the position. I mean, when I was doing the tight end rankings for our draft guide, which comes out on July seventh, make sure you check it out. Um, he it was like his scores were two of the tight ends combined, like within the top 15. Like he's really, he's the plus four in Uno. He He's going to score probably within the top five wide receivers, I'm guessing, at least top 10 for sure. Um, he had, I believe, 110 receptions last year. Next closest was Hawkinson at 87. So especially if you're in a PPR league, I think Travis Kelsey, I might take him fourth overall there might only be three running backs ahead of him wow i'm with you ben and i wouldn't knock anybody for taking him first overall honestly no that's that's the difference he is because like you said that drop off after him is insane yeah so i was an owner of kelsey and jefferson last year (sighs) i preferred kelsey yeah jefferson sells some buds he had some weeks where he would put up one two three points yeah. Um, and I mean, I don't remember Kelsey doing that. Maybe he did once or twice, but yeah, I don't know. It's nice to draft him and not worry about tight end all year. Yeah. That one bye week. Yeah. 
like if you're taking a tight end in the first and then a wide receiver, let's say in the third versus the other way around, you might get Andrews, but if tight ends go early, I mean, if you're waiting till mid round tight ends, that drop off, we're talking like 75 to a hundred points. Yeah. Yeah. That's nuts. Where I think the exact from one to two was like 50 points. And then among receivers, it was four and among running backs, it was three. So that is a positional advantage. Yep. All right. I'm up. So each year in the draft, there's always that guy late in the draft that you're going to take a risk on. He's sometimes suspended. He's sometimes on a new team. So we have a lot of those this year. This year, I'll leave it to just three. Is it worth taking the risk on, again, this is every single year for the past four years, Michael Thomas, OBJ, or Ezekiel Elliott? Are those guys worth taking a risk late, like right before kickers or defense, like really, really late? Obviously, it depends where Zeke ends up. But is it worth taking the risk on any of those guys? Or should you just pick them up off the waivers? Michael Thomas would have to be later probably for me than kicker defense at this point in his career. He just doesn't play. The other two are interesting. Um, I think I'd be more apt to draft Zeke before I draft OBJ. Um yeah, you know, I'd probably I, I would take Zeke before kicker defense. Um, OBJ would be right there. Uh, I guess it would be t- depending on who's still on the board. Um, and then Michael Thomas, I probably wouldn't touch for a little while. I'm completely out of OBJ. Know, his name. Are you? I am. If if Michael Thomas is there in the round, I mean, it's hard. They got. I don't know. Derek Carr now. So I'm going to give Michael Thomas one more year. If he can't do it this year, then uh, like Aaron Rodgers, Tovid, like if this toe and he's just not healthy, I'm done. I'm done with Michael Thomas. OBJ. Last time we saw him, he was tearing his ACL in the Super Bowl, And now we've had multiple ACL tears, all these injuries piling up. Didn't play football at all last year. Le'Veon Bell. We saw what happened when he came back from his holdout. It was never the same player. And he's admitted that he regrets it. And then Zeke, it really definitely is a landing spot. I still, I think I'd still take a chance on Zeke, though. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat with you, Ben. Uh, I'm probably not going to touch Michael Thomas just because, again, he hasn't played and God knows when. OBJ, yeah. I think, is just old. Again, a year out of football is tough. I do think Zeke's worthwhile. There's a couple other guys that I even mentioned, like Dalvin Cook's probably more – capital than Zeke is um, a couple guys with suspense suspension Jameson Williams is probably worth the pickup as well um, a couple other of these guys but I do think out of those three Zeke would probably be my choice um, to grab before the actually Zeke might be a you know a couple rounds before kicker defense I think he might you know depending what team and we'll see if that's by draft time but I agree with you that Zeke's probably the guy out of that list yeah um, let's see. Let's stop talking about the old guys for a second. Let's talk about one of the rookies. Um, big guy from the draft. Everybody's thinking about him. Bijan Robinson. I want to know where would you rank Bijan among running backs in redraft? He's currently at running back four, according to ADP. Is that too high? Is that too low? Too high. I don't take shots on rookies that high. 
which I should have on Zeke his rookie year because he exploded. Um, but, yeah, I think they tend to fail more than they succeed and are actually worth that draft position. So I won't be touching beef on that early. Yeah, I think it's – I agree. It's too high. He's too high up on the list uh, at four. I think Chubb is at five. I would automatically put Chubb yes. ahead of him. Yeah. Um, I would even put Saquon above of him as well. I know Saquon has injury issues, but say a full healthy Saquon is going to be better than a rookie Bijan. So I understand he has a lot of ability. I know he's a kind of like that scat back, a lot of passing opportunities, but you, you can't put him, first of all, above Chubb. That's just disrespectful. Yeah. And then I think Saquon's like seven or something. So I would probably put, I'd probably put him like, like seven, eight Bijan right around that's, there. I think four is way too high. That seems fair. It seems like a, running back one but at the same time like even i'm feeling like aaron jones the guy that might be catching a lot of passes from a new jordan love Bijan, you're taking a running back and an offense that could be really bad again this year uh desmond ritter we'll see if pitts can stay healthy we'll see what london can do i'm just if they're down in games you can't keep running the ball and i i think Bijan will be fine but i think at four is kind of absurd yeah, I agree. Well, that moves right into my next question really well because it is also Bijan related. Um, and my question is, which I think we all kind of just answered, do you take Bijan, uh, which I think we said was the fourth ADP, mm-hmm. or Austin Eckler is the third ranked ADP? Um, Eckler, a little bit older, had the contract issue, but obviously got that settled all behind him. Um, I'm a big Eckler guy myself. Sounds like from what you guys just said, it would be Eckler. Um, but yeah, curious to know what you guys think. Yeah, I get worried about Eckler every single year because he's a smaller guy. I think he's just going to get broken half and he just has yet to really have that big injury. So I'm always a skeptic of Eckler's, but I, even with that, I probably, I have to take Eckler, even with the, he's the ADP already ahead of Bijan, which I think Bijan's again, way too high. So yeah, it's gotta be Eckler, um, hands down. I agree. I agree. You get Eckler, who's proven he can do it in the Chargers offense versus Bijan and the Falcons. I'm going to take Eckler without really even having to think about it. Yeah. All right. I got a would you rather. I got two guys and you got to pick which one you would draft, which one you would pass on. So big name in the draft, especially for me and um, Ethan. We got Gibby Boy, Gibbs. At running back, I'm not quite sure what his ADP is. I think he's like in the late teens, early 20s, or Pacheco from the Chiefs. And I think he's like six spots below Gibbs. So would you rather draft a Gibbs guy that we have no idea what he's going to do or a Pacheco that we know is going to get right around eight to nine to ten points a game? I'm going to surprise you guys. I'm going Gibbs. I'm going Gibbs. I think that they obviously they drafted him high – surprised the hell out of me i was at the draft i almost cried when they uh announced the pick gibbs he he's fantastic they drafted him with a plan to use him with the receiving prowess that he has my only concern is the touchdowns are going to get stolen by david montgomery but my argument to that is pacheco he's going to get his touchdown stolen from the chiefs passing at the five yard line they get down (laughs) i think they throw the like most the highest percentage of passes at the goal line than any other team in the league. Uh, Pacheco, I think he'll be fine. Um, I'm sure probably around a thousand yards, around nine touchdowns. 
I just think Gibbs is going to be just a little bit better. Ben, do, do the Chiefs still have Jarek McKinnon? They do. And Clyde. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to take Pacheco, I think. I like what I saw with Pacheco last, like at the end of last year and in the postseason. He looks like a true RB1 for that team. Um, I think they get him more involved this year. And again, I just I'm really hesitant on taking rookies uh, in my fantasy lineups. Of course, it's going to be really hard. I mean, I'll probably have three, four, or five teams. I will probably take Gibbs at some point in one of those leagues uh, just to have him. But yeah, I think if like my big money league, I think if it came down to those two, I think I'd give Pacheco the nod. But it, it's close. It is. Yeah, I kind of like Ethan. I don't really like rookie quarter or rookie anything especially running backs a really vital position uh and i also don't really know what he's going to do in this offense he's coming into the lions we have a brand new um rushing core no idea what his minutes are going to be no idea what his play count's going to be it's just too much risk and again i i like um pacheco i think he, i mean he's on the best team in the nfl obviously there's issues with the red zone goal line but i mean he you know like you said a thousand yards nine ten touchdowns i mean I don't know if Gibbs is going to do that. So I got to play it safe um, and take Pacheco. Tough name. Yes. Yeah. Man, we just freaky Friday our running backs there. <laughs> <laughs> I got a good one. Would you rather, would you rather have Terry McLaurin in the fourth round or London mid fifth? I asked this question because the thing they have in common is they're good receivers with crappy quarterbacks. Why? I'll let you field that one first. Yeah. So I'm a scary Terry guy. I got to admit, I'm a scary Terry guy. Uh, I do. Redskins are like my third favorite team since I happen to live there. Um, he's a, he's a top 10 wide receiver. Just has never had a quarterback. Like he's unreal. He was unreal at Ohio state. Finally a good Ohio state player. Um, like I think he has the ability to to really break out one of these years. Unfortunately, probably not this year because their quarterback situation's trash, just like it's been his whole career. But I like him better than London, and I think, well, quarterback wise, they're both trash, both Falcons and the Commanders. I just got to go off Scary Terry. I think he's just the best. I th- again, I think he could be a top five, top ten wide receiver. So I don't think London will ever live up to that in his career. So I got to go with scary Terry over London. Hmm. That's tough. I'm going to go. I'm going to lean scary Terry just because I think the fifth is a little early for London. If you gave me London in the sixth, I'd probably take London. Um, I don't know. I had Scary Terry two years ago. Didn't really do much for me. He did more than what he did this past year. I had London this year on my bench the entire year. Um, so honestly, I'd like to avoid them both. But I think for the sake of the question, I would take Scary Terry. Yeah, I agree. I think he is the um, the best talent. And I think that they're going to try to get him the ball as much as possible. Even if they're bad targets, I think they're going to try to do some short stuff for him. So scary Terry round for all of us. All righty. Draft or pass Zach Wilson's mom. 
<laughs> draft. Um, no, I am going to just ask the age-old question. I feel like it comes around every year. Um, do you take your kicker first, or do you take your defense first? Which one do you hold more value in? <laughs> so every single year, I have the same exact draft strategy. My last two picks are always kicker defense. I never get the best defense. I never get the best kicker. Um, one of my questions is about defense coming up. But, uh, yeah, I'd probably take defense first. I don't really care at all about kickers. There's three good kickers in the league. I seem to play them every single week. Um, so, yeah, I would probably go defense first. But, again, defense I just change every week anyways off of waivers. So, I, I got to take kicker last. That's going to be my thought. I pretty much draft uh, the exact same way every year also. But what I do is I don't draft either of them. I just take extra running backs, wide receivers. When that Thursday comes and you have to have someone, then you drop the two you don't want anymore. And you do that every week. Every week you get extra uh, flex-worthy players that you get to keep, hide them away from other teams. Um, if I had to pick one, I would probably pick kicker because there's nothing worse than having a good defense and they're going against like a Chiefs or a really good offense. You know they're going to get torn up, but you can't drop them. And I just don't want to be in that situation. I'm never going to roster two defenses, which I do see from time to time. Yeah, I'll kind of split the tie here. I am the exact same way. I draft them my very last two picks, if at all. Um, And typically what I'll do is I'll be eyeing a defense who plays like, I don't know, who doesn't put up any points. Texans, Cardinals. Cardinals. I'll be eyeing those teams and I'll have my eye on that defense. If they go, um, then typically I'll go kicker next. Um, I'm always drawn to Matt Prater because no one ever takes him, and I think he's still got a hell of a leg on him. Um, But, yeah, if that defense that I've been eyeing is available, I'll take them in the second-to-last round and then draft whichever kicker is left. But I do know people that take their defense like – Ninth, tenth round, which is kind of weird. Very weird. You can never trust those guys with anything. <laughs> Just like the first guy to get a quarterback, can never trust that guy. Oh, that's coming later. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna go away from defense for a second because that's a, another question. I have a uh, scenario, a hypothetical. Would you rather draft? I'm sorry, Ben. Would you rather draft Patty Mahomes and know he's gonna have a season-ending injury week eleven? Or take Lawrence and know he's going to play all however long the fantasy season is, 16, 14 to 16 games. Lawrence. Lawrence, I don't even have to think about it. Sure, you get uh, Patty. If it was a different quarterback, I might say Patrick, but I think Lawrence is actually going to have a really respectable year. They got Ingram. They got Kirk. He was good last year, and now they had Calvin Ridley. So I, I feel good with Lawrence as my starter, even though he might not be the best quarterback in the league. I would rather have a consistent uh, starter than have to worry about that uh, in the fantasy playoffs, really, when it matters most. Yeah, I'm the same way. Lawrence, for me, no question. I think he's going to have a great year. Um, and then, yeah, it really comes down to the fantasy playoffs. Uh, like Ben just said, it's really where that matters. So if you gave me Mahomes only for the playoffs or Lawrence all year, like, yeah, I'd still play like Lawrence, but um, – yeah, I think playoffs is what matters most. So 
I always suck anyway. I start out like one and five every single year and then squeak into the playoffs and do pretty well. So Mahomes wouldn't even really help me in the first couple of weeks anyway, probably. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the same boat. And it was kind of Mahomes, even I guess the Chiefs really don't ever put in the subs at the end of the year. It seems like they're always staying competitive uh, with someone in the AFC. However, it was like the the Cowboys or the Eagles where they bench everyone the last couple of weeks. That really affects the, the fantasy playoffs. So I know the AFC doesn't really do that. But, yeah, I'd have to agree, Lawrence. I think he's going to have a decent year. However, he just doesn't put up – obviously just doesn't put up Mahomes' numbers. But if you can get him for the whole season as opposed to th- two-thirds of it, got to go with Lawrence, who's going to be consistently hopefully 20 points a game. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. You guys ready for another hard one? Yes, sir. All right. Who would you rather have? Sanders on the Panthers or Swift on the Eagles? Oof. Sanders. Oh, God, I don't know. I mean, Swift is probably going to play like five games. So for that reason, Swift slander again. Uh, I mean, God, if Swift plays, he's going to be like a pretty big weapon in that offense, I'd have to think. But I don't know. I mean, they still have all those other randos that ball hawk touchdowns. Kenneth, what's his name? And Kenneth Gainwell. Kenneth Gainwell. Austin Scott. Um, got Rashad Penny now, too. Can't forget about Rashad Penny. The Eagles do. At at the time of this recording, they do. <laughs> yeah. Well stated. Um, God, man, I don't know. I'm gonna play it safe and go. Nah, I'll go my or uh, Swift. I'll I'm pretty high on Swift this year. It just makes sense when someone leaves Detroit, whatever sport it is, they go on to have the best career I've ever seen in my life. So I'm gonna go with Swift. He's going to stay healthy as one of the best offensive lines, one of the best offenses, uh, one of the best defenses as well. Not that that really matters for a running back, but I'm going to go with Swift. Um, Again, really high on Swift. I I think I might try to take him early, 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 try to sneak him because I think he's just – it just makes too much sense as a Detroit fan um, seeing a guy just have success after he leaves. So I'll go Swift. Um, The – the Panthers is going to be an interesting one, though, that Miles Sanders had, uh, you know, he's a fantastic running back. Um, Panthers, however, suck. Um, but he's definitely going to get more opportunities in touching the ball, which he, off the, which he had to think about. But I just think Swift's going to have a breakout year. So I'm going to go with Swift. I agree. You guys kind of said all the, all the points. I'm going to go with Swift just really because that offensive line and that offense in general in Philly. When he plays, he'll be good. <laughs> Okay, uh, my last two are going to be quarterback-related. Would you rather draft Justin Fields, Lamar Jackson, or Justin Herbert? I, I'm a Herbert nut, so I would go with Herbert. Herbie, Herbie fully loaded, baby. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know Fields is going to put up 200 rushing yards a game. However, he's going to have negative passing yards. Um, <laughs> Lamar Jackson – I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know if he's all the way bought in, even though we just got paid. I I don't know. Just not. Uh, I got to go Herbert. I mean, Herbert, they, all they do is throw the ball. He has a crap load of weapons now. And I, I just, I think I have a man crush on Justin Herbert. I agree, dude. So, gosh. The, uh, 
I think I was looking at fields he had just barely over 2,000 passing yards. That's something like 14 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. So, I mean, if I can put fields in my running back spot, then maybe I'll right. take fields. <laughs> but if I'm going pure quarterback, uh, Justin Herbert, I like Lamar, but he doesn't have – like his weapons versus Herbert's weapons are night and day. You guys forgot, though, that Justin Fields is the savior and they're going to go like 14-3 and three this year. And he's going to be like the next coming of Patrick Mahomes. I'll get a Justin yeah. Fields, you know, like, you, you know, Steve-O from Jackass. He has a picture of, of himself on his back. I'll get a Justin Fields back-sized portrait tattooed on my back. They go 14-3. and three. Yeah. I'll suck him out. I'll do the same thing. <laughs> Make it around, baby. <laughs> uh, for the sake of the question, I don't typically like doing this, but I'm going to go Lamar. I think Lamar could have a bounce back here. Especially with all that contract stuff. Yeah. I forgot. Did he sign a franchise tag? Or is he, did he get paid? He he got – I don't know if he's playing this year on the franchise tag, but he did get paid. I think he might have signed a contract. Either way, he's either going to pay play on that franchise tag or he's going to play to prove he's worth that money. So, either way – think i'd go lamar over herbert and fields this year all right this is uh probably probably somewhat of an easy question they're back to back on adp you got aj brown you got Devonte adams who would you rather draft first aj brown aj brown easy he's got jalen hurts he's not on the raiders um i think the raiders are gonna be a dumpster fire this year um garoppolo I check you guys have to get this draft guy because there's so much good information in there. I think three of the last four years, he's been like number one in getting his yards from yard after catch. So that's easy to do when you have Kittle, Debo, and Ayuk. Now he's going to go to Devontae Adams, who I think you'll have a fine year, but AJ Brown, he's just in a better system. They'll be on the field more for offense. So I, I love AJ Brown again this year. I'm Devontae, no question about it. No question. I think they have close games. They trail more. They throw more in the fourth. He'll be a go-to guy. Uh, like Jimmy G quite a bit. I think Devontae is the better player. Um, yeah, that would be a no-brainer for me. I would take Devontae all day. More weapons in uh, Philly to get the ball. Yeah, I'm agreeing with Ethan on this. Oh. I I love Devontae Adams this year. I know it's Jimmy G. I know it's the Raiders. But I think the other Devontae, Smith, is going to be the lead receiver for the Eagles. I think he's going to take over as wide receiver one. A.J. Brown obviously had a freak year last year. But Devontae Smith had a scary good year as a wide receiver two. I think he's going to take over. Slim Reaper is going to take over in the Eagles. A.J. Brown's doesn't become a wide receiver, too. There's no question that Devontae Adams is going to be wide receiver one. I don't even know what other wide receivers the Raiders have. Um, the little white boy, he's not going to run for the He's not going to do anything. Um, I have Devontae Adams. I think Devontae Adams is going to be – he's going to end the year wide receiver three. So I'm, I'm heavy on Devontae. Also, I was heavy on Devontae last year with his college quarterback, and that did not pay off, so – I think Renfro could sneakily be involved in like most catches, most touchdowns type stats this year. I like Renfro. (laughs) 
I love the guy. You're right. I love just a little possession guy. Just a little Wes Welker. A little Wes Welker had a poor year last year. Jimmy G is going to revive his career. Who is the latest tight end you guys would draft and still feel comfortable with them as your starter every week? You guys probably know mine from talking last year. It's kind of sad and gross. I think I told Wyatt about him on, uh, when was I, two days ago? So I guess I'll start. So my guy is way down the ADP list. I want to say 19th. Uh, but I would take him before multiple other guys above him. Uh, it's Taysom Hill. I think the versatility of the unicorn uh, has just too much upside. I think I can get him late. I'm shooting for him late. Uh, I would like to have maybe another guy like, well, I would love to have Kelsey. Um, but if I don't get him, maybe Andrews, Kittle, um, maybe Waller. But if I can't get those guys, I, I'll, I'll take Taysom Hill. You know how many, do you know how many receptions Taysom Hill had last year? Probably less than passing and rushing touchdowns. He had nine. <laughs> and two-point conversions. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, unicorn. That's fair. He's good for That's a fair. seven or a 36.2. <laughs> yeah, that is so accurate. <laughs> yeah, I'll take my chances. I mean, I'll take him over like, I don't know. Ah, tight end was just such a crap shoot last year. Yeah. Yeah, I'm scarred from tight ends always. I'm always scarred from tight ends because I never have the – I think there's four good ones this year. So I never have the good ones. So then it's me just trying to figure out on waivers who I'm going to pick up. Uh, it's just it's really frustrating and it sucks because I never I need to change my strategy. But with that being said, I'll probably go the fourth tight end, which I think is I I have Kittle over Hawk, but I would go Hawk as my my last tight end. I'd feel comfortable with after four. I think it's pretty steep drop off. Um, I, I kind of like Waller, but everyone I've looked at hates Waller. So that makes me not want Waller. Um, I, I was talking about it the other night. I do like Gusecki from the. Dolphins, however, they have 15 other weapons, and he's well, way down the list. But he's he's on the Patriots now. Oh, interesting. You learn yeah. something new every day. Yeah. <laughs> um, so maybe I, I mean he's he's way down the ADP, but I would I mean I'm gonna stay with Hawk at four, my last confident tight end. Yeah, I'm gonna go Dalton Schultz, and I we've talked about him before too. Uh, I think he is going to probably be the number one receiver on the Texans this year. It's between uh, John Mechie, Nico Collins, and Robert Woods. I don't have any faith in either of those guys. Um, CJ Stroud probably starts this year. I'm assuming he starts week one, and it's really easy to dump it off to your big tight end. And They signed him to, I believe, a big one-year contract, so he's looking to get paid again. So I'm, I'm pretty high on Schultz again this year. I said I hate taking rookies, but I think this could be a good tight end rookie class if you're, like, struggling late. Um, like, Kincaid for Buffalo, even though I love Knox. Um, he might be worth a look. Sam Laporta for Detroit, probably not, but maybe. Um, He's looking good. Michael Mayer. Um, yeah, might not be a bad rookie class for tight ends for fantasy purposes. I – I could almost guarantee this year's fantasy tight ends will be more productive than last year. Yeah. But that's not saying much because last year sucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
All right. So my last question is revolving around the QB again. It's pretty open-ended, um, which I apologize for, but which round do you guys typically aim to get a quarterback? I know it probably varies who's been taken, who's available. Um, obviously, you're going to have to reach for Mahomes and, you know, maybe Lamar and some of those guys. But, yeah, which – do you guys usually reach for those guys or do you wait, take a late round? So I never – I've never taken a quarterback first. Like the first person taking quarterback off the board. I've never done that. I might do it this year. If I were to do it, I would probably aim for fifth or sixth round. I think that's super early still. But if you're going to do it, you better, you know, you, you got to set your your stakes. So I would say if you're going to try to snag the first quarterback off the board, like Mahomes, I'd probably go maybe six or seven. Six, we'll go sixth round. Um, so then my other strategy, which is my most common strategy to never draft a quarterback until late, as I try to aim for like that top, I don't know, seven quarterback and try to get him, but I'll probably go like round 10 probably for that seventh, eighth overall quarterback. Yeah, that's, I have kind of a rule for fantasy football and that is fill out all of your starting positions first before you take a quarterback. Like I don't, I have no interest in passing up those really valuable positions for a position that you can stream so easily. So let's say you got like the two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end and a flex. You get seven spots. You got to fill up. I'm, I'm going to take a quarterback in the eighth. If, if that, that's the earliest too, because if you still have guys you like that you want to throw on your bench, I would throw them on before. I think the, I've taken my QB one around 14 before, like you don't need to go it early. It's such a streamable position. Um, I wait. I wait, and even like guys like Mahomes, it's just I would rather just pass on him. Right. Yeah, I'm typically with you guys. I typically wait. Um, I did my two kind of claims to fame, fancy wise. I took Deshaun Watson late his rookie year when he did really well, and then the next year I believe I took Patrick Mahomes. I think in the 11th round, his um, not rookie year, but the first year he started. Yeah. Obviously, two great guys. So since then, I've always been like kind of hunting for that next player, like those two. Um, man, I've just gotten screwed in the last few years. Um, so this year, I'm kind of thinking I might might take a leap up and, and try to get Mahomes early, like third round. Um, but I say that, and then I always log on, see the ADP, I see I can get Rogers in like the twelfth round. I'm like, oh, okay, so, like yeah. Stafford. Before last year, Stafford was a guy I'd always aim to get. Um, Kirk Cousins is who I ended up with last year. Tom Brady would always fall pretty late. Um, so, I don't know. Right now, I'm like, it'd be worth going and getting Mahomes. But once I see that list and see all the guys I can get above Mahomes and the quarterbacks I can get late, I'll probably end up doing what I normally do and taking a late rounder. Yeah, I I just hate the guy that gets the quarterback and – fifth or sixth round it just read then everyone starts jumping on quarterbacks and then you miss like it's just it's so stressful and it happens every single year um but yeah i i think we're all in the same boat there i'll also ethan the sleeper this year uh ben close your ears um, or take off your headphones uh aaron Rodgers sleeper um <laughs> big time sleeper big time i haven't sleeper. heard of him before <laughs> yeah he's a new guy um he's just coming just got drafted um all right my final question is 
your favorite rookie in the draft class besides Bijan and Gibbs? Because those are one, two, hands down. Zay Flowers. Mm. Zay Flowers. I think he could be the starter in Baltimore by midseason. I like it. I don't I can't I even don't, Yeah, I don't think the top tier rookies went to good situations. Like Jackson Smith's behind DK Lockett, uh the guy from TCU, Johnston behind Allen Williams. Yeah. It's just, and even Hyatt, as exciting as he was, he went to the Giants. So he's just going to be thrown into that, like, six guys who could all have the same amount of targets at the end of the year. Where did Jordan Addison end up? Green Bay? No. Vikings. Green Bay is uh, Michigan State. Naylor. Yeah, you. Or Reed. Sorry, Reed. Reed. You probably never heard of him before, Ethan. No, I haven't. Naylor is on the Vikings, though, with Addison. Um, Billy Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that> was quick. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I would probably need to like see a list. Do just just guy. do your little Detroit boy. You've already talked about him already. Laporta. Yeah. No, I'll go Addison. I think he'll be a, a nice when Justin Jefferson's getting the CB one on him. I think Addison will have some opportunities to fill in Thielen's shoes. Yeah. All great answers, all not the right answer. <laughs> the correct answer, I've been riding his whatever for so long now. Bryce Young is the rookie we're gonna snag. He's gonna do it. He's gonna be he's gonna have that rookie breakout season. And we're clipping this when it happens because I've made multiple clippings the last couple of shows <laughs> talking up Bryce Young. He's going to do it this year. He's going to be my quarterback in the in the last round. I'll take a kick at the board. Full of Alabama fans, so they're probably loving the words <laughs> that are coming out of your mouth. Will bah, he be able bah. to see over that offensive line? Will he be able to see his receivers? There's been field? shorter. Kyler Murray just has to run outside the pocket to see. How's Kyler doing right now? Well, Drew Brees was shorter, or as short. <laughs> There's a couple Russell short. Russell Wilson. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. So when we were talking about uh, the can't ghost, but bringing up the Kansas, like, 87-year-old Navy guy, uh, Bryce Young's going to be like the kid with a potato for a brain. <laughs> he just goes, you guys know what video I'm talking about with that? Yeah, but that's C.J. Stroud if we're talking about tuba- tu- or potato brain. <laughs> Well, I'm talking more about the hit. Yeah. <laughs> the Make-A-Wish kid. Yeah. Yeah. Just gets the lid up. Hey, guys. Be nice to CJ Stroud. He can't read the menu at restaurants and the waiters get real mad at him. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we'll clip it. We'll see. I wouldn't hate it. I'm really surprised, Young. Yeah. Yeah. I... It's just I'm surprised that is the branch you're dying on. I, I yeah, I Michigan never played them. I have no nothing against them. So now if we talk about Georgia players, nope. But Bryce Young's my guy. He's my guy. Everyone's hating on him. He's my guy. Ethan, you need Speaking something because I'm, I'm Georgia. Players. Yeah, 
I'm going all anti-Rodgers and why it's going all in on uh, Bryce Young. So you need to go super far one direction on somebody. On one of those two? No, just on your own player. You just need somebody. Oh. Who I'm going all in on or yeah. all against? Or all in, yeah. Um, well, what I was going to say is if you have like a keeper league, I don't think Stetson Bennett is a horrible draft pick. Um, but that's not the guy I'm going all in on. Let's see here. <laughs> you're going to make fun of me for Bryce Young. Then you're going to bring up Stetson Bennett. <laughs> In a keeper league, I think a I mean, dude shorter problem. than Bryce, and he's two years <laughs> older than Lamar. <laughs> exactly, knows what he's doing. I think Stetson's gonna have a decent NFL career. I take um, Zappy over Stetson in a heartbeat. <laughs> Gosh, I don't know who I'm all in on. You don't have to have it today. You just have to have somebody at some point. I mean, my guy is always been my guy that i talk about too much but it's just so obvious it's austin eckler but he's too easy so yeah i'll come up with somebody gotcha that's what i was gonna say ethan like i guess travis kelsey will be all right this year like ethan way to go out on a go out on a limb man (laughs) yeah give me him (laughs) why uh tell the viewers about our draft guide ben's been working day and night for this thing it's beautiful uh, never seen a system where you can actually have a numerical value on a player, which I think is extremely important. I'm super excited for this. Uh, over 100 pages. We're going to have multiple different mock drafts with a bunch of different creators that you can look up as well. Super exciting stuff coming out July 7th. So stay tuned for that. Uh, we are giving away three draft guides as well. So make sure you like and subscribe. Um, and super excited. Excellent recap, Wyatt. Um, we're so excited for the draft guide. We're so excited to be giving out free draft kits, stickers, and draft boards to you guys. All you have to do is subscribe to Better and Green and follow us on social so you can share some of our content to be entered into the contest for the question of the day. We want you to save it because we, we want you guys joining us on Monday on our live. We're answering all fantasy football questions. Make sure you guys join us. That's going to be Monday at 5 o'clock Central Time. We are on every Monday. Make sure you guys come see us over there. And, guys, football's back, baby. Doesn't even feel real. Football's back. Fingers. <laughs> we are back. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace, guys. We'll see you guys. See you guys. You better start listening to the Better in Green podcast. You will not regret it. Trust me, trust me, trust me. And hey, I'm Dean Blandino. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Better in Green. Hey, to Better in Green. Hey, to Better in Green. Hey, listen in and cash out. That's what it's all about. Come on, let's make cash now. We always on spot and we cover old spot from the bottom to the top. Hey. Shout out to Ethan, shout out to Wyatt, shout out to Ben. Welcome, welcome to our podcast. Better win green.